just working. Oh, okay, it works. Um, her mom, um, her mom is bipolar, and they did like a little mini documentary about Azalea Banks on like some YouTube channel. Oh. It's like ten minutes long. It's really short. Um, and they t- in that she talks about how she has like high points and low points, and how she treats all of it with crystals. Well, she's also like, Santeria, Santera. Well, yeah, but like, but like she treats it with crystals, like with crystal healing powers, people, and it's like people have faith in that. Shirley MacLaine does, but it doesn't work. You need medicine, like, and clearly there's some something has been passed down through. Mm. You I know, at least try it. I don't know. She, she's she is uh, she's so talented. Is it Monique said, throwing away your throwing away your blessings? Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what she does. And yeah. she's chicken bones in her closet. <laughs> she spills all them those out wasted chicken nuggets. That's it's all those chicken wings ch- from Kennedy Fried Chicken. She's just not telling people that. It gets, it, it's it's not how they make chicken nuggets. They just take the whole chicken and they just put it in a blender. That, that's how they make it. Yeah, that's how it's done. It becomes well, like a pink goo. Oh, yes, so, yes, it does look. like And a then they're goo. basically like trying to shove toothpaste back inside the tooth. I think tube. don't they just put it in a tube and just like squirt it out into like cookie cutter shapes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there's like four shapes like that. There's three or yeah. four shapes that, for the yeah, chicken nuggets. There's names for them. I didn't even know that. Are there? I think so. They're there's n- like a um, the Windsor, there's like the, the stocking. There's like okay, I know a the star and but these are all like if you went to McDonald's and got nuggets, you would see these shapes because they're yeah. like ambiguous shapes, yeah, but they but have they're names easily for them. recognizable. Right. Yeah. I kind of want to be like, can I, can I get 20 piece nugget, but I only want the round ones. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <I> specific- <laughs> Whereas, like, end I end up with like a, a bunch of shoehorns. Like right. They're like, doing like, no, they're using cookie Burger King, on Burger King used to have like, and like chopping them out. Cause they are like, they don't look like a, didn't Burger King used to have them shaped like dinosaurs? Yes. Mm-hmm. That was great. And stars, I think, also. That's great. Oh, that might have been what it was. <laughs> like, no better way to tell you that this food is artificial than a star-shaped food. A, a star-shaped <laughs> chicken nugget. A star-shaped chicken. Not the original shape. What if that chicken means? just wanted to be a star? Baby, let me be your star. Right? <sighs> or they grew it inside of like a plastic container. Are we recording? Are we recording? Yeah. Oh. Are we? Well, wow. whenever you want to start, oh, just yeah. tell me, and I'll now restart. Now no, you're be, like, because we usually do start with some, like, she catches us off guard to having casual yeah, conversation. there's always a little, we can keep Oh, all so do you want me to leave this? No, we can keep all that. This is perfect. Oh, that's the, okay. That's the, that's, into, that's the lead into this episode. That's exactly, it, I always start <laughs> with, like, are we recording? Like, it's nuggets. always me like asking her, because I never oh, know when she, okay. when she hits the record button. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Shade Parade. I'm your host, Ronnie. You might remember me. And I am here with my sister from another mister, my bestie from another testie, Ari Kiki. Hey, viva gorditas! (laughs) (laughs) And today, guys, we have a very special crossover episode. We are sitting here with Robert and Daniel from the Grizzly Kiki. Hey guys. Oh my Hi. God. Hi. <laughs> oh my God. I'm ready for a parade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you <laughs> left that hat. <laughs> it's like an episode of Family Guy, right? <laughs> the parade is shady. Here we go. Yay. <laughs> 
I'm so excited uh, to be here. Yeah, oh my god, it's I'm excited pleasure. to have you guys. Yeah, I've been dying to do this for a while. So you guys are fresh from DragCon, but can we start with uh, telling everybody what your show is about? So, you know, you do it better. We talk about drag. Yeah, that's cool. the easiest way to boom, say it. Boom, boom, bam. We, <laughs> we, we interview drag queens. We talk about drag race. We um, read the girls that are on the mm-hmm. Switch, which is the Chilean version of Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, when uh, we're feeling like drag is too much, we talk about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like for the month of June, we're going to be talking about the first time that we've experienced queer things in different facets. Yes. Mm-hmm. On our most recent episode, we talked about the first time we saw a queer person on television. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, what yeah. was that? Uh, just out of context. For me, it was or divine. In context. Really? I guess. Mm-hmm. It was divine in the movie Hairspray because yeah. my sister would basically. Ah, it, I my think sister you told would, me this before. Yeah. My sister would babysit me on Saturdays, and so I would either watch Grease or Hairspray. <laughs> oh, wow. So. And who was yours? Uh, Frankenfurter. Frankenfurter. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. A good one. My mother. My mother. My mother. My mother. My mother. Me, mother. My Mima uh, uh, <laughs> had me watch uh, Rocky Horror when I was like 10. You told me this last so. I don't know when these conversations came yeah. up, but I know I've had these conversations with you guys. It's so funny because Daniel's experience with Rocky Horror is so different from mine. My brother was literally like, you want to see something fucked up? And then <laughs> put it on. And <laughs> it, it, it is a really fucked up film. And my brother is. is like, this is art. My brother yeah. introduced, and I can't believe I'm telling this again, but my brother introduced me to two things. The Rocky Horror Picture Show and Smushing, I believe it's called. What is Smushing? And the um, fact that you're giggling makes when, me nervous. <laughs> so skinny, skinny little guys, like really big not and not like oh i've not, seen these yeah, things like very um these things corpulent women <laughs> okay to literally like swan dive Smush- on them oh my god yeah so <laughs> people will fuck to anything the women Seriously. the women pull a wily e. coyote on them <laughs> that's, like that's the impression me. is there me me <laughs> me me <laughs> And yeah. I remember it, part of that video was like she beat this guy a little bit too. He was very mm-hmm. thin. Um, so like six year old me didn't know what I was looking at, but now as an adult, I'm able to unpack it. So there you go. <laughs> oh my god, Ari, what about you? What was your first queer cult, queer person you saw on TV? Oh geez, if I can remember, just to piggyback off of their no, thing, of course, cause... a little segue. Um, I think. Probably something on like Sábado Gigante. Ooh, I, was there ever was there water mercado? Was there ever Ooh. a cross-dressing character on? I feel like there I mean, was because sure there were cross-dressing characters in all those in like, all those Spanish shows. shows yeah, I, mean, I want to say there was something like, and it was like comical because it's okay because it's yeah. like yeah. I want to say it was something like that on Sábado Gigante. Hmm, cool. I also remember when Steve Urkel dressed up as his cousin. Oh my god, Myrtle Urkel. Right? <gasps> oh, Myrtle. Hmm. Things I don't remember. I think you RuPaul, don't? No, I don't. I think RuPaul was like the first character. Like, I know I wasn't allowed to see character. anything with RuPaul, and I would like sneak out to watch the VH1 TV show back in the day. Yeah. Well, you were specifically not allowed? Because it was a quite like, I was, my parents, I was, I didn't know what gay was. Mm-hmm. So, but everyone else, else knew. Did. Everyone else knew I was a faggot, and I didn't know. And they were like, "We're just not going to tell her about it." Right. So they, w- I was very sheltered from anything mm-hmm. gay-ish or like trans or dragish. I mean, trans wasn't known. Yeah, yeah. Ish is a word I like to use a lot. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ish, ish, ish. Um, 
But yeah, I remember like she would like if they caught me watching VH1 RuPaul's Drag Race TV show, like I would have to change the channel. Really? Yes. That happened to me after I moved home from college when Drag Race started airing. My dad would yell at me for watching Drag Race in the living room. But he was fine watching the the festival de oh, las, las, las Gran Canarias. Yeah, the, when um, they do the yeah. drag festival on, in, on the Canary Islands, mm-hmm. he would oh. watch the whole thing, start to finish. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, they wear it's a minimum heel height of yes! 20, of twenty inches. What? These of bitches are basically on stilts. Twenty inches or twenty centimeters. Twenty. Oh, it's twenty centimeters. I was so, but say. twenty oh, centimeters. Was, that's know. like that's, that's ten seven. inches. No, no, it's not. It's that's like seven not or eight. The, no, this, I don't know what kind of grinder math you're doing. It's an eight-inch heel. I'm sorry. No, because I'm. <laughs> it's five centimeters per inch. So did you just Google it? No, I just know that. Do you? I, yeah, because I have to convert. <laughs> welcome to the she shade parade. Welcome. <laughs> the shadies. It's eight inches. There we go. Okay. Well, Still, though. A, that's a nice walking heel. There was a and time have, like, when I used to wear things like that. Shit. Like, it's a, it's a thing. Hmm. Like, there are thousands of people in the audience, and it, it lasts, like, 20 days or something. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's a, all outdoors. It's, it's a lot of foot massages. <sighs> it's intense. I know you're over it after a few hours. After, uh, I'm over it after the first hour. <laughs> Usually, but, but you don't bring sneakers to change it to. Oh, you, now you do. But there was a time yeah, when you I did do it. now. I did. I just recently did, did a. I recently just did a show with Ike, and there are photos that were taken of the of Ike and I and the other person that we had in the show, Aaron Paul. We were all on stage together, and my face over. is. Always, I don't, and I, it's not like that. I'm trying to well, look like a, I'm you, over it, but I always look like I'm have it over it. Phase. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I even sat. I was sitting in the dressing room last night, just by myself, and I look, bitch. Why do you look so mean? <laughs> Smile, <laughs> like. Yeah, but you're smiling on the inside. You can't see it. <laughs> like I felt like I felt like one of those guys that walks down the street and sees a pretty lady. It's like smile. Oh, fuck oh you. God. You don't tell me to fucking smile. <laughs> And then you just get it's an all internal monologue she's having by it. herself. It's between me and my inner saboteur. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Full circle. Wow. wow! 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 Where did you see RuPaul the first time you saw her? Uh, the first time I saw RuPaul was, I it was I think it was her VH1 show. Okay. I think it was the VH1 show with Michelle Visage. I had no concept of who any of these people were. Right. Uh, because growing up, I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. We got like maybe an hour a day, two hours on the weekend, and any other time for entertainment was spent with a book. Mm. Oh. Yeah, we didn't have. We either had to like use our imagination and like play, <laughs> go outside and play. What's that? These kids nowadays. Yeah, right. no. Things like I don't outside? do. Or I just had to read a book. So I've literally read like pretty much everything that was accessible to me, but. I saw this like gigantic blonde, yellow blonde, black Barbie doll. And it, for a really long time, I did not realize that this was not a biological female. Mm-hmm. And she it was well at that time. Yeah. And it wasn't until um, my, for some reason, my family, all my mom, my dad, and my sister, we all went to go see Tu Wong Fu in Shut theaters up. together. Yeah. Had no, in no, the theater? in theaters, and I did not know what 
didn't know what I was walking into. I don't think my my parents, parents fully knew what they were walking into. They just thought it was either. a movie about women going cross country. I guess working girls, <laughs> right? I mean, cross, I mean, cross career country, girls, right? cross career <laughs> girls from New York City, right? Cross country, cross dressing. <laughs> yeah, um, that's an exercise. Yeah, and like I remember leaving. I remember seeing her on screen and realizing that all of these are men. And that this is a this is a thing like this is a thing that can be done, and that being like my first like light bulb of inspiration mm-hmm. for what the next several years like of my life are going to be. Yes, give me, give me. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, I just didn't remember that she was not not female for it for a shamefully long time. I think I may have been like thirteen or fourteen years old before I really like. like Unpacked that, like, oh, okay, yeah. Santa's not real. Yeah, Santa's not real. Santa has a dick. Okay, I had, a, I had a very similar. Yeah. I had a very similar yes, um, experience with RuPaul in that way. In that, um, I was like, oh, RuPaul's really hot, and then someone was like, you know, that's a man, right? I was like, yeah, but like, still really hot. <laughs> And, and for, no one got it. No one was like, oh, yeah, I see what you're seeing. They were just like, ugh, gross. Balls in pantyhose. Like, <laughs> nasty. Well, that is nasty. But that's, it was, that's a fetish, though. It's, yeah. Is I, it? Like I said, oh I don't yeah. Like men just wearing pantyhose and like ripping a hole in it? Yeah. See, I, you have me worried about your X-Tube search history right now because we're into smushing and now we're talking about no, balls in pantyhose. No, I look for smushing. My brother. It was my she brother. looks uh, for smushing. I just <laughs> click on anything. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? Smushing is what I do when I, when I, I don't really talk. I just smush everything together. Yeah. And I, I, like, in the I, like, I like to, in, right, in the crease. I like to... <laughs> <laughs> I like to it's call happening. it mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. I like, I like and to, as the night progresses, I create my own gravy. Oh, barf, no. barf. I call mine butternut squash, <laughs> but it's a is because of the fishnets. Um, it's just because everything is usually squished together, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. a mahogany color. <laughs> <laughs> wow, mahogany mash. That's a great drag name. Right? Mahogany, Mahogany Mash. You know what's a, a drag name I've been wanting to um, <laughs> get going is Sympathy Bookings. <laughs> Stop! Coming to the stage, Sympathy, Sympathy Bookings. bookings. <laughs> Just like wow. the saddest. <laughs> she dresses like a widow. <laughs> She's sitting shiva for all those things. The tights have nice. like pills on them. They're like Killing and <laughs> you know, it's that nice beige orthotic shoe. Orthotic. Uh, she oh God. only lip syncs to ballads. Lana Del Rey music. <laughs> <laughs> you need I a Victrola. <laughs> We're releasing this out into the universe. Yeah, Sympathy bookings. We're looking for you. <laughs> yes, yeah, she would be at Bushwick. That's the perfect venue. Absolutely. <laughs> and I the have, children would live. I have a drag name that I want someone to take. What? Sierra La Boca. Like, take that name. Somebody, please. It's good. That's good. It's a good name. I love it. She can compete on a, um, so you think you can drag. That's not a thing anymore. Is it not? Do they, do they, (laughs) they, 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 uh, I know. She's like, I know. (laughs) Fuck it. America's got talent. Is that what you meant? (laughs) No, I didn't. (laughs) No, you didn't. (laughs) That is where they're setting all the drag queens. Mm -hmm. That's the new, the new go-to spot. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, what's been going, I mean, we've done so much banter. What's been going on with everybody this week? How's your week been, basically? <laughs> it's been fine. 
I mean, I really do nothing more than go to work and come home and straighten hair or work on a dress. That's my life these days. It sounds fabulous to me. It is. It is. It is. I had a moment on Friday. Did you? I wouldn't mind sharing. Oh, I alone up to the shade. Um, (laughs) I so I ate too much sugar on um on Friday, and I didn't know this was a thing that can happen. But I had. I've had a sugar rush before and it's usually like a fun thing. Yeah. I had the opposite of what is what a sugar rush would be considered. I had the same rush, but I was anxious the whole time and it turned into like physical pain and it was very confusing. Hmm. So I just figured I would share that with you. That's terrifying. Yeah. It was horrible. This one's highly receptive to sugar. That's what I'm going to say. Highly receptive. Yeah. Um, my first, I think, time seeing it was when we went to IHOP with Azrea years ago, <laughs> and she had a splash berry for the first time. Okay. <gasps> well, those, okay, to be fair, the splash berries are like sugar laced with like more sugar, right. and then they put like simple syrup in top, on top of that. It's a lot. It's a lot. I love it. Is this it. a drink? Yes. Yes. So the splash berry consists of, if I'm not mistaken, uh, strawberry muddled at the mm-hmm. bottom, Sprite. And and then like a, a flavored no, it's not a juice. It's like a flavored it is syrup. A juice. No, it's like a like monin. Oh, you like made the alcoholic version of this for us once. I think. I think I did it on the Edition Divas. Yeah. I want to say the unaired season the or unaired. the lost the lost episode. <laughs> the lost episode. Yeah. <laughs> what's different? What's Dishing Divas? <laughs> you were here for a filming, bitch. I'm asking for the audience, oh. asshole. <laughs> I saw her say that, and your face just started going like, what? And I was like... I'm asking for the listener, bitch. We had a, we had a short-lived YouTube series talk with... Show. Uh, talk show. with Ari and Jiggly Caliente, where we would talk about random things, and it was the four of us at a very small table trying to, like, <laughs> squeeze in so we fit within the 10 feet of our backdrop. Um, we thought that would be big enough and it wasn't Um, it wasn't just big personalities (laughs) it's true it's true yeah but yeah it was fun we did about uh, four Four episodes yeah where we and some outtakes yeah (laughs) talked about pageant uh, kind of all of our own experiences with pageants or how to make things how to uh, do drag on a dime um, how to miss your mouth when you're eating chips. Oh my That's God. my favorite. That's, That's my, my favorite. favorite too. The fact, da, 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 da. You know yeah. the whole NFL intro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's also when we learned that. <laughs> I, I pulled that up recently just to get a kick out of it again. We also learned that a salad is not cute on Valentine's Day. Thanks <laughs> yes. We got the wonderful. That's not cute for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. So, but Thank she lives you. on YouTube. She's fun. Yeah, this sounds amazing. Um, we might release episode five footage when Rover Robert can like gird his loins and <laughs> dive in. But yeah, it was Maybe a cute one moment. Day. Maybe one day. <laughs> but you can go to grizzlykeek.com slash YouTube to see that and other content. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Ari, how was your week? Uh, it felt weird. Like I kept on coming from like a four day week. And also my vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, I felt like every day was the next day. Like, I went to work Wednesday thinking it was Thursday. Went to work Thursday oh, thinking it was Friday. It kind of throws you off. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, damn, there's another fucking day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I went to the gym for the first time in a long time in the morning. Oh. oh. That was awkward. How the fuck did that work out? Me and my coworker are trying to do things to like be more okay. proactive. Okay. It's, a, it's a whole office feeling. We're all like, we're all, we need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And so I drive in with a coworker every day for the most part. And so he's like, I have a membership to this uh, gym in Jersey. Let's go together. I had to pay $10 for a one day membership. Kiss my fucking ass. Never again. Uh, cause I play plan. I pay for my Planet Fitness anyways already, and mm-hmm. and I could bring a buddy for free. Uh, <laughs> and that's like ten bucks a month. It's ten if you only go to one location. It's twenty if you want to go to also. Not that I'm getting paid for this Planet Fitness, but if yeah, you want, we'll tag them yeah. and see if we get sponsored. No, like, fuck that. You should do video content <laughs> with Ari Kiki. <laughs> I um, I want to do more with Ari Kiki film wise, but I never make you the time. You should do like a jazzercise video at like a few oh. Planet Fitness uh, <laughs> locations. You could be their spokesperson. I feel like, feel the crease burn. It worked for it worked for uh, feel the Jared. Crease, feel the burn. Yeah, yeah. It worked Ooh. out for Jared. Well, isn't that how he did it? He just went to Subway and just ate a bunch of sandwiches. You no, know, he molested <laughs> little children. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was all, it was all that uh, child porn he was jerking off to. Oh, that's how he lost yeah. all his calories. But just in one arm. Mm. Do you think the absence of protein maybe led to that? <laughs> Not to say that like protein deficiency creates pedophilia. Wondering. I don't know. Well, people seem to be blaming a lot of things on different things lately. I mean, yes. if the absence, yes, if the absence of oranges Ritalin can introduce scurvy, then sure. <laughs> Who knows? Why not? I'm petrified of scurvy. I just, just, feel like I just don't want to go through that again. <laughs> so that was that was your whole week. You uh... Uh, and I did drag Saturday twice. Oh. And now all of the month of June, I have double bookings. Oh my god! I... So I have a brunch show, I build a beer bar, and then I have a show somewhere at the end of the day. And so I t- try and take like a little disco nap in the middle, mm-hmm. and I can't sleep with my face on, so I have to take the whole thing off before I go back to bed. So you then have to get back up and put it all back on right. again? Because I sleep on my stomach and I move around. And I, drool, I would do so... that. Could but... you imagine waking up to that? What? <laughs> your sheets after if passing out as Ari Kiki no. bitch it would look like I think I fell asleep one time on your sofa w- without taking off my face you ever see the inside of like a Crayola box at after a kindergarten the lid. where yeah, yeah uh-huh. where the kids are like all testing out all the colors mm-hmm. <laughs> is it your brunch near your apartment yeah it's 10 minutes away oh so you can like I walked back home yesterday yeah oh. in drag you know what you could do you could just get a brace Get like a neck, like a medical neck brace. I still and sleep on my stomach, to, uh, so get it. Just sit, just sit I in sleep the sofa, on my, like my the side of my face, and then get I a ch- massage table with a hole in the middle. <laughs> the solutions are there, or just, or there just really like use this, like hit yourself with some setting spray, and then put down some newspaper. <laughs> See what happens. Oh my god! What is she a dog? All I hear, all I hear is crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. <laughs> And then you say, uh, today, on the Daily News, in backwards print on my forehead. <laughs> you know what, though? You go to sleep, or you wake up club kid. Yeah, actually. Yeah, I'm a, I'm it's a look. Guard, I mean, right? real. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's been interesting doing this on Saturdays. The the whole, I'll, I'll finish the brunch at 3, usually leave at 5, get home, put on some ASMR for 10 minutes, go to sleep for about an hour and change, mm-hmm. so then wake up and reset. Good times. How is your how is your brunch going? It's fun. The first week, um, I had a bunch of coworkers show up, uh, and my hetero life partner's crew. He's my DJ. And then this week, um, <laughs> she don't listen to the podcast. So I could talk shit. Um, Monique Fontaine showed up. 
Oh. She's one of my neighbors. Um, she's also a friend. And she brought this uh, attractive girl with her from her job uh, with braids, Latina, I'm assuming. And I don't know how quickly it happened, but the home the homegirl got trashed. Really? Trashed during brunch. So I'm like sitting there after the brunch. You know when you're done with a show, you just kind of like chill out. Mm-hmm. You, at least my MO. You know my MO. Mm-hmm. You usually go to the end of the bar. Mind my business, maybe socialize a little bit, have a cocktail. Mm-hmm. Since it's a brunch, but I have a I have a bite. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there waiting for my food, and homegirl is all up on me, feeling me up, and doing all this. Are you still in drag at this point? My face is on, but my wig is off. Okay. And I'm at the front of the bar for some reason because Rico's there on the other side, so I'm hanging out with him. <laughs> Rico's also uh, a friend of mine, and also someone I used to, uh, former roommate. Hmm. And so. Um, She's rubbing up on me, and I like look at Monique. I'm like, is she gonna be okay? Like, <laughs> can we get? Some? And I'm like, I mess it. I call the bartender. I'm like, can I please get two glasses of water over here asap? Um, she ends up pulling out the chair to go to the bathroom, and it falls. It topples over, and the oh seat pops God. off. <clears throat> and then they do it again to another chair, and. Then they're just like chilling. And Monique is like, I can't find the Uber app on the girl's phone. And so we looked through the phone. We realized the bitch doesn't even have an Uber app on her phone. So the bitch can't be sent home. So uh, that's when you write the address on a sticky pad, find a yellow cab, and are like, here, here's cash and an address. Like Monique wasn't in such a bad case, but the girl was beyond gone. (sighs) And and it's not even five o'clock yet. Um, Well, it was just her first shift. And so at one point, I'm like, Monique, why is she still here? She goes, so she doesn't want to go home. I'm like, that's not up to her at this point. <laughs> it's, it's, she don't have a say. Your friends are stepping in and we're making executive decisions, yeah, she bitch. She to go. She so, doesn't want to go home. So all of a sudden, we hear a loud, because it's metal chairs on like oh a tile. So we hear, like the whole restaurant turns around. And the bartender's like, Johnny to go. Oh, Here's your tab. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> Wow. Oh my God. I was like, was she doing double fisting drinks? I don't know what the girl was doing. They, the bartender said he only gave her like four cocktails, but I feel like there was more going on. Um, or she's just lightweight. I mean, not everyone has a. There was a thing I saw on Instagram that said we have a problem with having eight glasses of water in a day, but then we have like no issue down in like five cocktails in an hour or whatever. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Like, Somehow, then you love the liquid. Yeah, it, it's perfectly fine. Those fluids are so much better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, they so much easier. So much easier. Well, sorry guys. I I'm being so professional, and I'm trying to like do research for our flaming topics right now because I've done nothing this week. How that was your week, though? Like of did the you moment. did you go into your week? I don't feel like you did. I didn't. Um, my week was normal. Well, what's normal now for you? Yeah, new normal. Uh, Isn't with that a TV this... show or something? It was. Rest it? in peace. Oh, <laughs> the new normal. Yeah. Nini Lee's got it canceled. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to work. Uh, came home. That was kind of it. I, but then Monday through Friday, blah 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 blah. That shit. And then Friday night, <laughs> I had a stand-up show. With Icavelli, where we did Fifty Shades of Gay, Icavelli and Aaron Paul as our musical guest. And it was a um, modest turnout, I'll say. Where was this venue? 
it was at it was actually at the Upright Citizens Brigade. Oh, that's oh. awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I've never been there. I know of it. I've been thinking about taking a class at some it's point. It's amazing and absolutely I encourage if you ever want to go out classes? for uh, there or I have not taken classes oh, from there. Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. But I would like to. Um, but if you're into comedy, if you're into improv, I absolutely encourage you to go to this uh, venue and check it out. They have free comedy nights uh, Monday night, and our, I think it's Monday and Wednesday. Free to see or free to uh, get on stage? Uh, free to come and see. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I don't know. I actually don't even know how I got this gig, honestly. I just had to... Yeah, through Ike. So I don't know how you actually go about getting booked, <laughs> but if you want to hear jokes and not tell them, I advise you to go <laughs> to uh, this thing. But um, the show was actually really great, D- despite the fact that like half of our audience was missing. I um, <laughs> where'd they go? They they never they never came. <laughs> oh, no. No. So are you doing stand up with during the show? Yeah. Yeah, really? yeah, that's yeah. a new thing. Well, yeah. not new at this point. It's been it's a couple of. It's like, been like over almost a year. Yeah, it's been a oh, year. Wow. She's really good at it. <laughs> I think. Yeah, it it was. I I guess okay. So I'm gonna stop being so modest about this because it's a thing. I, yeah, I've joined the non modesty crew lately, and I'm um, all about. I'm famous, and that's why things happen for me. <laughs> <laughs> You need it to be a t-shirt. Learn from Bob the Drag Queen. No. Yeah, she like. I'm like, putting it into the air. No, legit. We sat down at the at some bar where no one knew us, and we got like two big glasses of oh, yes. straight up vodka. And I was like, "Bitch, why did we get the big girl cup?" And she goes, "It's because I'm famous." I was like, "Fuck you, bitch." It's not what happened. Maybe his other glasses were just dirty. No, they they knew who I was though, right? They, they, they yeah, did. it they was did. some bar, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm famous." <laughs> How did you get into stand up? <laughs> Someone asked me, and I said yes. They asked me if I could do it. They said, "Do you think you can do stand up?" And I was like, "Sure, why not?" It, did it start at the roast? It started with the roast, yeah. yeah. And I was like, literally, everyone was on the floor laughing at you because you read me for Phil Foster. Was it, I okay? I didn't read just you. No, I read the room. Right. Well, you when you're doing a roast, you roast the roasters as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like I was one of the only people who kind of like went one bam, by bam, one. Bam. And yeah. I love that you have the guns. That's like, what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and we did it once. It didn't work out. So. No. <laughs> I mean, nope. obviously, the girls that you know the best, you are allowed to go a little harder on. Yeah. So I knew. I mean, I know I, I Ari and I know Ike the best out of the entire cast. So that was just nonstop yeah. berating. I still never get over the sneaker joke. Oh, the um, <laughs> what was it? How do you make? Uh, she went from ah uh, she she bought new shoes she started with new balances and now they've become old unstables <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's great <laughs> she's dying over here she can't even get up the air <laughs> is it because you fall voluntarily in your shows well yeah so <laughs> the well, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> like yeah it's become so like I fall because it's on purpose or it's an accident and you don't know anymore. You don't know. I fell last night doing Selena. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was wearing sneakers. Was that the end of the number? Beginning. Oh, no. I'm wow. walking up the stairs in the because it has the ruffle foot. Yeah. I didn't kick out enough, so the ruffle went under my foot and I ate the floor. <sighs> Right at the beginning of the Selena number. I'm just like, oh, God. We oh, gotta my God. This the off. stage of Stonewall is shaky at best, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember when I tripped and fell because there was no banister. Oh. They stole the banister that year. Not because we've made you watch the video several <laughs> times. Shut <laughs> the fuck 
up. But yes. <laughs> That's so interesting that you're doing stand up. I um I mean I I wonder I think about dabbling. I think yeah, I so I think you should give it a try, honestly. Okay. Um I was really nervous mm-hmm. like last year when I was starting out, so I did open mics and stuff like that just to test it out. And I perform my stand up in drag. So I I feel like it's an easier sell. Yeah, I feel Not like it's, to diminish what you're doing. No, but, I feel like mm-hmm. it's an easier no, I honestly I think I have a lot working against me, honestly, when I when I perform in drag. Really? When I'm doing stand-up. Because Why? people don't expect a pretty drag queen to be funny. Mm. They expect to just stand they expect me to just stand there. Well, you also are going to a lot of places that aren't gay bars now, too. Yes. Yes. So I mean, also a lot but a lot of the places where I go, they like when I went to Rochester, so mm-hmm. we we did this tour last year and I went to Rochester, Providence, uh, Philadelphia, a couple of other cities. Mm-hmm. And they uh in Rochester, all of these straight people and me. And And Ike. And, well and Ike, obviously, because it's his show. Right. Well, he's gay. And he's gay. And he does wear some very Elton John esque. <laughs> he is very Elton John Rochester. We've seen him. He does yeah. it's very like a sequin jacket with mm-hmm. like a bowler and mm-hmm. yeah, it's all glittery. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, I got okay. I got heckled put once. I got heckled at a sh- I remember at a you told me about yeah. this. Yeah, going. Yeah, girl. and I didn't. I did not handle it the way that I should have. <laughs> I actually like they somebody like boo, do something funny them? or something. I sh- I should have. I should have. So I just picture you like in your you know in your fashion, just like leaping forth and like ripping them apart, and then just calmly walking back. Well, I. Uh, <laughs> I asked, I was like, well, do you want to join the show? Do you want to be a part of the show? And they were like, no, I want to be entertained. And I was like, oh, maybe I should lip sync some Beyonce for you guys. Would you like that? No response from the audience. So then I just continued with my set as normal. And I was so like shaken. It's the worst feeling. Yeah. And like I couldn't, I I fucked up some punchlines. I couldn't get it out. And that was the worst set I'd ever had. So after that, I was very much like, fuck it. Like, I can literally stand up here and pinch one off into some hot tin foil and serve it up to you, and you would fucking enjoy it right now. Oh, wow. That's an image. I dare you. Pinch one off into tin foil. I love that. So, yeah. Speaking of toothpaste. Maybe you'll inspire me. You should definitely. If not, then take an improv class. I would love to do that. Improv is fun. I have a joke that I told at DragCon, and I guess nobody got it. Um, Jiggly Caliente likes to tell everyone she's an escort, but what she leaves out is that she's a Ford escort. (laughs) (laughs) See, I think it's funny, but it's like silly. It's perfect. No, my favorite was, says the woman dressing for the Spice Girls reunion. Oh, yeah, that was a read. But that's very, like, you have to be in the context, but it was... I um, was, Jiggly bought these shoes, and I was like, what's this weird thing, like this weird lump over here? Apparently, it's normal for heels to have, like, a little lump on the underside, like, right where the heel, like, the actual heel meets the arch of the shoe. Okay. And I was like, this looks like, because to me, I'm like, this looks like somebody already wore it. And she was like, well, you'd know that if you wore heels. And I looked at her and she was wearing moon boots. And I was like, says the bitch who's going to a Spice Girls concert. <laughs> you got her good. She go. couldn't stop laughing. Oh, was, She couldn't um, come up with a comeback. It was, it was great. That I sounds about it. right. Yeah, That's my sister. She also appreciates a good read. She sure does. Like, That's one of the things I got off from when we were in Dishing Divas. Because I, I constantly came for her. Mm-hmm. Constantly. 
looking the way I looked. I came for her on a regular basis. And she loves like if you if you get her good, like she'll fall out. She loves it. Yeah. She's like more. Right. Like come I'm on. I'm all for it. That's why yeah. it's fun getting When this red. one reads like we read each other daily. Hourly use the set oh, at this yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I love it. I'm like, I don't need to be you don't need to send for me, I'll just show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, if it's mm. good you yeah. as the person being read enjoy it i think that's the like about roasting and all of that it's yeah you know you if it's just an insult it's not womp. it's like want 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 yeah. and yeah. then you know like god forbid it's even worse than that but like you should be able to enjoy that mm-hmm. when somebody's saying something rancid about you right i think i get joy out of it also i do too i love it well speaking of things that we get joy out of we are going to take a break, and uh, we're going to come back with some flaming topics. Did you guys know that RuPaul's inner saboteur is Azalea Banks? <laughs> and uh, Beyonce breaks the internet in a Kim Kardashian-esque fashion. Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain depart way too soon. And Claws returns. And we're going to dip, spin, and pose. <laughs> we'll be right back, guys. Mm. Uh, oh god oh, I'm like that's not real life Hey guys welcome back to the Shade Parade I she's I'm a Ronnie Don't you get bitch And Ari Kiki And we're here with Daniel and Robert From the Grizzly Kiki Thank you for not kicking us out yet <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait so first off Cheers, cheers. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know, wine. you know, we gotta get into the flaming topics, though, I haven't right? Had white wine in ages, and it's delicious. Mm. Thank you. Is that red wine? Well, white thank wine. you. Oh. Mm. This, oh gosh, I needed this. The That's wine was necessary. Nice. So, guys, you want to jump into some uh, flaming topics? Sure. So, uh, <laughs> where do we begin? I know, where do we begin? I thought I needed to flame a little bit for this. So. Yes, that's <laughs> yes, the whole point. So, uh, this was last week. Azalea Banks has RuPaul's album American pulled from Spotify uh, amid allegations that she stole her song, The Big Big Beat, from Azalea Banks and rewrote it or had it rewritten. As call me mother, and now we've all heard the comparisons and the the mm-hmm. mashups. What do you think? It's the same song. Yes, mm-hmm. like it is the same song. It's just different words, it, yeah. but it is the same. They even both song. start with guess who's you know yeah. Azalea's mm-hmm. is guess who's wait. Guess, Guess who's, who's up in this bitch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love how you say like rewrote. Oh, and you were like had rewritten because she doesn't she write, write anything. Shit. Right. Uh-huh. Like, we, okay, she can't paint a straight this. line on her face. Facts. Well, I mean, it, you don't know that that episode of Project Runway does not tell us <laughs> that she cannot draw her eyeliner on perfectly <sighs> or fill her cheeks. <laughs> Well, she doesn't have that done for her either. Uh, she doesn't do that herself either, I don't think. Um, she Well, Azalea Banks had the album pulled from Spotify, but a mere, I want to say four hours later, it was back on Spotify. So 
I did a little research and I had to actually find out, like, how do you get music pulled from Spotify? Uh-huh. As someone who cannot get on Spotify, how do you get motherfuckers <laughs> off of Spotify? <laughs> I, <laughs> and apparently, any case or any allegations of copyright infringement mm-hmm. are taken very seriously shut over there. Real fast. So without even opening an investigation, they will shut your shit down and then investigate and see whether or not these what's the real these claims are yeah but on top of that how was it determined so quickly that this is not the same song or i mean rupaul has more money that's a fact yeah i mean it's lawyers at the end of the day yeah like um i also think we should go on spotify for funsies and report somebody Mm. (gasps) like Nope, I already got you. Kanye West. Hold yes. on one let's second. See, let's see. Can you imagine? And it's like, who did this? It was Ronnie from New York City <laughs> claimed the following. This is my song. Prove this it, Kanye. Would a, this would be a good like a good example. You think you could get him? Wait, let's see. I, I think there's more to it. It's not that one, two, three type of thing. Well, um, so here's the thing. The one, two, three type of thing is like, if it is just that and it's more complicated, then why didn't Azalea Banks just like, have her lawyers talk to RuPaul's lawyers so that it's done in like lawyers. a a legal way. I just <clears throat> I have such a problem <clears throat> with Azalea Banks <clears throat> and I wanna like her. She just came out with this new song that's mm-hmm. a little a bopper. Like we're all like mm-hmm. listening to this. Mm-hmm. You know oddly <sighs> amazing. It's oddly yeah, and okay. And for somebody who's claiming copyright infringement, mm-hmm. it is Oddly, suspiciously similar mm-hmm. to Pleasure Principle by or Janet Jackson. Robert clocked Ooh. like like identical choreography to things that Janet well, has done. Well, there's also oh, a oh, yes. to mm-hmm. Tiana Taylor. Uh, so uh, the choreographer mm-hmm. who did this video is Tiana Taylor's choreographer oh, from the Kanye West so video. So she got those at a discount because they'd already been done? I get, half off, half off. Like her shirts, it's just like the wig. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the titties. We all just chopped the bitch real fast. (laughs) Doesn't it? Wait a minute. Now I'm now I'm remembering it. Doesn't the video video. for Anna Wintour have the like the breakdown Uh, from If in it? I don't care. Am I making this up? Does it? I don't. What's the question? It that like the the actual dance breakdown? Yes. Yeah. Breakdown from it. Yeah. Right? Isn't that no? Or am I the wrong? Yeah. Yeah. That whole breakdown. Yeah, yeah, That's but I, I believe it's hard to copyright dancing. It's doable. I know it's doable. It's not well, that- because you because you because you don't register stuff like that the way you would like music. Music, it's hard. But I mean, you know, <clears throat> I normally you don't. can ruin your uh, reputation. I normally don't investigate during, but I don't. I don't want. So I'm struggling with not being an Azalea Banks fan. Same. Mm-hmm. I'm really but, struggling with it because I think she's what? very talented yeah. and I love a lot of the music that already exists with her and I don't know why I can't let go of it. And yeah, I'm just curious as well, to how you're dealing with it. <laughs> I'm. It's, it's hard because I like a lot of her music, mm-hmm. but I think I'm taking a stance with her like after this whole Kanye West thing, 
I'm taking a stance with artists that if I enjoy your music, mm -hmm. I'm only subscribing to your music. That's I'm what I do with only, everybody not, not I listen person. to. Not the person. I don't mm -hmm. want to be let down. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to come out and be some crazy racist and say some stupid shit. Right. So I'm just going to listen to your music and I'm going to block you on Twitter so that I can never hear your inner thoughts. And we can all get along and I'll just keep giving you my money. It's important <laughs> to do that because like these people and it's like I say when we talk about this on our show, because we're always talking about standing and like, you know, basically like putting all of your eggs in one basket yeah. when it comes to an artist. And a lot of I think, you know, really young people nowadays, it's like it's like that Lady Gaga phenomenon where it's like, oh, my God, like, you know who I am. It's like, no, she doesn't. Mm -hmm. They don't know who you are. They are they're talking to a mass of people, but she doesn't know your name. You just pay to go to the show, enjoy it as music and use it for whatever you can if it does. But like, I don't know who you should look to, but like you shouldn't invest every fiber of your being and emotion mm. in something as 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 amorphous as a, a pop star i think i just think that as adults we need to let that part of fandom go mm -hmm. like okay. it was cute when we were when we were teenagers when we were growing up and we loved all of our pop stars and our insync and our britney and we subscribed oh, my spice girls. delved into everything yeah, the that they did kids? Yeah, like you know yeah. how you would you would buy all of the paraphernalia, mm -hmm. every magazine that came out, you would collect it if they were on the cover. Right. We got to let all that shit go. Where is we the Lady Gaga? All that fair. shit. Go. Well, I think the bigger thing is, you know, there are all of these musicians who are being canceled for one reason or the other. R. Kelly is the the best option. I mean, uh, best option. <laughs> wow, the best example I can think of. <laughs> and, the best option. And most recently, <laughs> well, it's just P. I mean, I mean, best option at a middle school, maybe. <laughs> oh. I mean, at one point, <laughs> at an inner city middle school, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing "I Believe I Can Fly." Like there was a there was true a, a moment. I, I sang it for my graduation. Graduation. Um, and then most recently, there was Kanye West. Where it's like, how do you really divorce? Because Kanye West is, a, I don't know why it was so easy for me to be like, okay, I can, I can, I can cut this, you know, like. Because well, you don't like male artists as much as you like no, female artists. No, but I like Kanye West. Also, There's a lot of his stuff on my phone. He's like, also gradually been making himself a villain mm -hmm. in the media for a while. And the joining with the Kardashian clan was kind of the nail in the coffin for me. I haven't really enjoyed anything that's come out of Kanye uh, since post post Kardashian. Yeah, post Kardashian, po post, post Kim K. K. That's Northwest included. PK. There's been a lot of talk of undiagnosed, and I, I think this relates yeah. back to Azalea. But there's been a lot of talk of undiagnosed mental illness with Kanye West uh, too, and yeah. I think that there's a lot a lot of the same stuff there with mm -hmm. Azalea. Um, so to me, I was like, let's pay attention because maybe, maybe something will, will inspire him to get help. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the music will still be genius because it's still genius work that he puts out. Um, but then the thing with TMZ where him saying that slavery was a choice happened. And to me, it's like all of the other stuff can be washed away. That undoable is completely mm -hmm. so undoable. So I'm going to chop you there for a second. Yes. Um, I, I get mental health is an issue for many people and mm -hmm. some people don't seek out the help. Mm -hmm. uh, you're still saying a lot of problematic and fucked up shit. Mm -hmm. yeah. Kanye said what he said. Yeah. Azalea Banks went on her Twitter tyrant 
Um, Roseanne is notorious for this. Right. Also. I was going to bring up Roseanne yeah. because and there was it, it was easier to chop that bitch because she's white, I think. Whereas and and also with uh, Azalea claiming to I be don't a think, queer black woman, I don't think it's because she, I think it was easier to chop Roseanne because she has a long documented history mm-hmm. of being racist and uh, anti-Semitic yeah. and just a nasty all-around person. Well, and like all of. All of ABC, I think it was ABC, right? Mm-hmm. All of ABC and Disney was basically the stakeholder in this, you know, revival or right. reboot that she was in, and they weren't going to lose any money either. So I'm, it was kind of like, mm, bye, right? You know, like cut our losses, right? Um, but I think, you know, in something like Azalea Banks, who's a, a much more like a, again a very small presence in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. um, and Kanye, who has <clears throat> a lot of money mm-hmm. you know and and right. can like pay people to not take over his phone you know what i mean like he's like i can throw so much money at the people around me that i can basically be allowed access to <clears throat> anything so i think that that's the thing with roseanne is that like you know she hasn't really done anything in such a long time that like the the force behind her saying nope this is not happening made it easier for her to be canceled well i don't know about that because they came back to great ratings mm-hmm. they even had miss tang uh tweet about their success mm-hmm. that's what we call 45 by the way oh <laughs> miss tang oh i know and um, and um <laughs> Oh, Miss Tang. Yeah. I'm a fan of Ancient Orange. Her name. Ancient Orange is yeah, another one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. Her name on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but there was. So, like, I think it was Jimmy Fallon who later came out to the defense of Roseanne saying how she has mental illness and that we should really be looking at this from a different perspective and how can we help her and how can we get her help. And this is my thing. Same thing with Kanye West, same thing with Azalea Banks, same thing with Roseanne. Sure, maybe you are crazy. Maybe you do have some tick or some mental illness Mm -hmm. or something that should be supervised, Mm -hmm. managed. Then get it fucking done. Get it fucking done. You Mm -hmm. have enough money, you have enough fucking resources. Get your shit together, be a responsible fucking adult and put your cats back in the bag. Like, I don't understand. (laughs) You can also, I'm sorry, go ahead. You can also lump in Miss Tang into this crowd of crazies. Crowd of crazies is very problematic, but. But when you've reached that level of, of when you've reached that level of wealth and that level of influence Mm -hmm. where you can choose not to listen to the opinions and thoughts of others yeah. and just yeah. pay them to go yeah, away. You insulate yourself, I, I basically. Yeah. He could have paid for a cure for syphilis by now and we wouldn't have to be dealing with mm-hmm. the mental health problems. That there we go. My thing yeah, is also, I think with 45. The political climate being how it is and Trump saying the shit that he says consistently. Jesus Christ. The shit that uh, he I says. feel like it's become more common for people to just mouth off and deal with whatever small repercussions they have to deal with. Social media's fault. Social media is the devil. It's like it's like okay, I'm bored. Like it's so stupid. I know, right? Um, I think it's also the like the fact of the matter is that in this country we don't take well. Like mental health is not. We'll, we'll it's not it really paid attention to. We'll blurb about it, but like nothing else happens half the time. Like, oh, get help for mental health. Uh-huh. Well, okay. So speaking on that, I think I know where you're going. yeah, speaking on that, that whole train of mental illness. Recently, this earlier this week on 
Tuesday morning, I believe it was, yes. Kate Spade was found in her New York apartment hanging. Oh, is that how it yes. happened? Yes. Oh. Two days later, Anthony Bourdain was also found hanging. Oh. Two very wealthy, very successful mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. who've chosen to end their lives prematurely. And I don't like to joke about suicide because as a queer person of color, it's something that has touched my life. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and through those experiences has shaped me as a person. Mm-hmm. So I don't like to joke about it as much. Um, but Anthony Bourdain was 61 years old. Kate Spade was 55. Mm-hmm. There is this unspoken issue of mental illness that's happening and Kate Spade even said it in an interview or maybe to her sister or something at some point but it's come up in the conversation about her how she didn't want to go seek help because she was afraid it was going to hurt her her image and her business Mm -hmm. so she chose to keep all the bats in the belfry and as a result ended her life prematurely Mm -hmm. and now we are in this place where we are throwing around the mental illness card and we're saying this person is saying all these fucked up things and lashing out but are we really trying to like like actually help or anything like am i jumping in go on i it's when it it's hard for us to do anything in an essence, because it's up to the individual to seek the help. Yes. Uh, and even if you do put the, the water in front of the horse, doesn't mean the horse is going to drink the water. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm currently going to therapy for my own personal shit, and we're hitting a wall because I'm going to, I keep saying, I want to work on my health. I want to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. I say, I'm going to go to the gym. Never go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I'm, I'm at the well. Mm-hmm. I'm just not drinking the water, bitch. So, right. it's... It's up to the individual to get to that place and put the work in, which a lot of mm-hmm. people just don't want to put the work no. in. I, and I think it's, it's also guilty. guilty. Yeah, what you know, what Ronnie was saying about how you know she, Kate Spade didn't seek help because she was afraid it would affect her image. It's because in this country, and I mean, she's not a person of color, <laughs> obviously, but within um, you know, like communities of color, it's like oh, no, don't don't talk about that, right. like. You're not crazy. Like you're taking pills. Why are you taking pills for? Yeah. You know. So it's yeah. there's this shame built in with oh, into absolutely. it because it's yeah. kind of like you can't keep your shit together. But mm-hmm. it's not your. It's not that it's not your fault. It's like it's a chemical thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You're out of balance. So like you take medicine for a headache. Take medicine for a headache. You know. Right. <laughs> like fix it. Um. But it's kind of like, well, of course, you know, if Kate Spade went to therapy or got a prescription, oh, somebody would see her name and it would get leaked because it's like, yeah, we want better mental health. And all these people are like, oh, no, like we need to take this seriously. It's a sign. But yet we and the media we, don't stop making fun of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who well, because have mental health issues, because ultimately we don't try to get you better. Mm-hmm. We just throw you away. You're crazy. So mm-hmm. out of sight, out of mind. And we're or done we're with ridicule, you now. Or, or you get ridiculed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This and, is and my, you become this, the joke. This was my point as to why I never stopped listening to Azalea's music or Kanye's mm. music because I was like, 
they're hopefully one day going to find a way to feel mm-hmm. like themselves again, hopefully through you know close medical mm-hmm. uh, supervision and a combination of medication. Mm-hmm. And that's going to that's gonna make their life better and they're going to come back stronger and I want to be a fan when that happens too. So yeah. let me stick around. But it's like, I don't, I, I feel like what's interesting to me is when people point to mental illness for why they made the comments they made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. It doesn't yeah. excuse the comments. Yeah. Like being crazy right there's no air quotes there just (laughs) you don't see Um, it but but i'm crazy (laughs) like i like trust i take all this medicine to fix all of these Mm -hmm. depressive and anxious disorders um and medicine's only half of it too like you need to convince yourself that it's going to work as well but you know you um like i'm i'm crazy i have depression and anxiety but i don't go around spewing racial epithets like i don't go around being a bigot and and you know using the word faggot when i'm not allowed to yeah or any other word that is not accessible to me right that's like i don't buy like those feelings are there it's like when you're drunk and some shit pops out Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was there unless it's so like far removed from reality that is an opinion that you've been sitting there somewhere yeah exactly and so I'm sure that Roseanne for years has been looking at the TV and said, hmm, yeah, ape woman and Muslims. Oh, Terrible. yeah. She's thinking that yeah. in her head. Yeah. No, absolutely. They even, and that's not the pills talking. No. It's not, yeah. It's not it's ambient. It's not ambient making you a racist. <laughs> right. <laughs> the they told you. With they their, told like, you, girl. Like, Our medicine does not cause racism. It's not one of those side effects. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. mm. um, well, on a lighter note, Beyonce and Jay-Z have started the On The Run 2 tour. And as a gift to all of us, (laughs) they have given you Beyonce ass. Uncensored. Uncensored. And unfiltered. With a yellow thong. It is like lemonade. (laughs) I just... Refreshing. Juicy. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Juicy. I'm happy to find out these photos exist because I have been in more conversations than I care to count about whether Beyonce's ass is real. And I keep telling everyone this is Beyonce. She can afford an ass that the rest of us can only dream of. So even if she wasn't blessed with one naturally, she has worked very hard. And she and deserves she nice deserves. things. Yes, she, she deserves, deserves nice things. Yes, she does. I, I, when you showed us those photos, uh, like I think somewhere an angel was born because I looked at it and I was like, "Oh, it's actually because like it's actually that shape." Yes, because like, like during her Super Bowl performance, I've never actually seen her that cl- like um so many close ups of her, mm-hmm. and so like we got all the angles, and I was like, "Wait, that it's too." It is that drag shape. Yes. Like, it is too curved and smooth. That, that and chop, like, that weird that, chop. That, like, the right, upside down heart. Yeah. <laughs> right, where you're like, you mm-hmm. could go a little longer with the padding, but why not? Just thin it out, you know? Like, <laughs> it was glorious. And I just looked there and I'm like, I bet you if you, like, just thwack it, it'll be like a couch. I was convinced. <laughs> but these photos. No, you could throw quarters at that. I mean. It'd be amazing. That is just 
She Gorgeous. is laid all up with her husband. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know that uh, Sir and Rumi are in the other room playing with Blue. I never knew their names, by the way. Just, oh, this is my first time hearing the names oh, of really? the twins, yeah. I know them all. Mm. She is, you know, they're just sitting in the other room playing with their blocks <laughs> and everything. They're like diamond. You think they play blocks. with blocks? I feel like they play with other stuff. Like I imagine crystal balls. I don't right. know. Like you don't think like locally sourced craftsmen. Uh, <laughs> Like they're 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 farm to table situation. Lalique Legos. <laughs> yes, it comes from Fao Shorts. Yes, the exclusive boutique because exactly. the original closed down. Oh, this is the back door and just, just, I mean, oh, unless you know, they were like, yeah, you guys are second. Blue Ivy got like the forty thousand dollar Bobby. We're just gonna get you Tyco. She's like, she's she's moved on oh. to tennis bracelets. Now. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if Blue Ivy be. She, she had the diamonds taken off the Barbie and repurposed because she's like, I don't want this. How this. old are the twins at this point? I'm sorry, girl. No, go ahead. Do we know how old the twins are? I don't know. Maybe a year. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm I like, heard a rumor. I was going to say they're playing with like petrified wood blocks because um, that would just be pretty. <laughs> I heard a rumor that we saw a glimpse of them, but I haven't seen any photos. I heard that same rumor and I heard that it was just that. I heard that it was two random other twins yes. that they were hanging out with for some reason. Oh, but listen right. to I fucking bet you Beyonce is fucking planning something mm-hmm. and it all has to do with twins and we're gonna have to wait till fucking Gemini season to get this new album. Like this is gonna be a whole thing. I promise you. She's high concept and she's ready for you. The stars have to align. Yes. No, she's Virgoian mother. <laughs> she's so extra like, speaking of uh, the extra extra we dip spin and bitch i can't read while i'm trying to do a fucking transition i'm sorry she's trying to show me her fucking if you don't get that but she's oh. in transition i am transitioning right now go ahead as you were where was i it was a great it was great, it was so a great transition you're, you're dipping this bitch, and this bitch tried to have me read something mid-sentence she was like wait but hold she's on she's like hold on this meme this meme is important right now we you were need supporting to see you this. in your transition. We should have played the 10 10 wins God like news behind her. Silent solidarity. Bitch is so fucking distracting. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of things that are extra, <laughs> Pose premieres on FX. <laughs> Last Sunday, uh. episode two airs tonight. Uh, I wanted to get some uh, quick reactions from you guys. I just wanted to gauge how you guys feel about this new show that is starring a few uh, ballroom or ball scene personalities. We also, uh, there's also some a lot of people of color and trans individuals as well. It's the most cast trans individuals in a TV show, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that the fact checkers were like, uh-huh, yes, we knew this. I have several thoughts about it. First, I am excited about this moment for trans people of color. Yes. I think this is a huge moment. Uh, there are so many talented people on this show, and I can totally see at least two of them getting nominated for Golden Globes, Emmys, yeah. all this stuff. Oh, that like that, sense. just bringing it to another level. I'm mm-hmm. so excited for that. I also think it's so smart the way the show is being produced because being in the ballroom scene walking a ball is about being in a dream sequence and the show is is placed in a dream sequence they're all living out moments of their mm. lives it looks mm. like at mm-hmm. least within a dream sequence and yeah. i love that yeah i am 
I'm just really excited to see the this story being told. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I saw that uh, Jenny Livingston, the or Janine Livingston, Jenny. Li- I, I don't know. I think it's Jenny. Jenny. She yeah. she is the original producer of Paris is Burning from the '80s, and she is brought on as like a cons- like an executive oh, consultant wow. for the show. Yep. And uh, so is there are and there are actual like uh, Hector Extravaganza yep. is mm-hmm. a part of the show like he's an actual yeah. pr- like they have house people yes in the so products. there's actual people that are that live this lifestyle mm-hmm. who are part of this community telling this community story yeah. which is what I'm the most excited about and you mm-hmm. know uh, Laomi. Mizrahi um, is the choreographer right. of all of the ballroom sequences. And they have her credited as Leomi Maldonado, but right. I looked at the name and I was like, mm. yeah. The only one person in the world. Right. Right. Name, name. And yeah. it's like, right. oh, that's why it's so real. And but like Robert was saying, I love that it is so it's so slick mm-hmm. and like I idealized and but still very sad. I just don't know how a cisgendered a cisgender white man managed to well, like, be, this, be the like masthead of this. The story still has framing. It's mm-hmm. still, it's still framed in what I like to call white gaze. Mm-hmm. So there are still characters in the show who particular parts of the story cannot be told unless it's being told through their perspective. Mm-hmm. Say the whole scene with the escort. That sto- that story can't be told that way unless it's told through his perspective. Mm-hmm. Because I promise you, the actual escort does not see this experience the same way. Right. He sees this as him just picking up some destitute brown girl, falling in love with her, and, you know, having a little fun. Mm-hmm. She's working. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and you kind of get a sense of that until it's like later in the episode where she's like, I actually met somebody and it turns out that he's a, he's a married dickhead or something like that. Right. That's I wouldn't not, believe that that's it would not even typically happen, the though. case. Right. I would say I'm not one of those people. I'm, I'm not, I've not been, uh, I'm, I feel like I'm already fucking myself over with the way I phrase that. You're, you <laughs> haven't, sex work. Yeah. You haven't done sex work. Yeah, I've thought about it, but market research. Yeah. Girl. I don't I mean, know how I you, need some action. I was gonna say coins. I don't know how you're gonna come out of retirement that easily though. I don't know about that. <laughs> you can't just jump from. It's like just from... riding a bike. It's not that easy. No, not, at least not for this case. Not with bad knees. Um, I'm excited for this show because <laughs> I hate you. It took me a second to catch. Apply I was gonna to, say uh, we should get you a tricycle. But... Apply to Beyonce. She'll get. She'll sponsor your new knees. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm excited as a drag queen because these monologue rants that happen in the show. Oh, yeah. They're good for mixes. Oh, yes. yes. That read. Dominique yes. Ross is yes. her name, I well, believe. That her, uh, oh, that's her. Oh, that's her. That's her. Yeah. Back, back, back in the day. I don't know what her character's oh, no, name. Tyra Ross back in the day. Yeah. Dominique. Um, sure. It's not Joan. No, I'm. Oh, the actress. No, her name on the show. Oh, damn. It's Electra. It's yeah, Electra. It's Electra. Yeah. yeah, but the actress's name is Dominique yeah. Smith. And that whole, so, Something I, very I like, enjoy generic. the fact that there are trans people on the show, mm-hmm. but they spend no time explaining you what this is. They don't, like, if yep. you don't know what this is, sorry for you. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, figure fucking figure it out yourself. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I, like this, these people, like everybody else, exist in this right. world. And they don't need else. an introduction to yeah. you just because you don't mm-hmm. know who they are. Yeah. Whereas I feel like Drag Race, like you guys were saying, mm-hmm. how Untucked now has subtitles <laughs> for a straight audience to yeah. like hold on to. It's also like it's on just on that. It's like it is backstage. So if yes. they're talking, like. They just it's are just so like you don't need and to explain a group of people talking during breaks. Right. Everybody does it. You're right. It's like basically it's like trans is, and I even hate the word normal, but tra- it, like the show's being inclusive because it's like you don't explain what a straight person is, right? You know? Exactly. So it's like, like you said, these are people. If you want to find out more about what being trans is, look it up. The resources are there. It, yes. Yep. This is not an educational moment. Right. Every moment that's happened, there's no, there's no uh, like. The whole I could walk straight as day mm-hmm. to Bergdorf, so whatever she said. Oh my god! As high as the cheekbones in the sunlight. I'm fucking this quote up completely. Terrible. It, it, I mean, but yeah. We, we get the gist. But you get the gist. It's, <laughs> it's something that you definitely could hear being mm-hmm. said between individuals in nightlife. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, yes. Yeah. I'm like, even I'll feature you, and I'm gonna read you mm-hmm. Even the scene in the ball where Electra feels her non-existent Adam's apple and pats the space on her neck where it should be. Mm-hmm. Straight people don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. We know what the fuck that shit means. Mm-hmm. Yep. We, and like that, I literally mm-hmm. stood up in front of my TV and like gave the full finger wave, yes, uh-huh. the house down because like you don't see these things. And for I am so happy for those, that little trans girl in like Wisconsin right now who gets mm-hmm. to see this show? Who gets to see yep. themselves reflected on mm-hmm. television? Or who they aspire? And now mm-hmm. you have a person on TV who you can say, that's how I identify. That's what mm-hmm. I want to be like when I grow up. This is being, who I am. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's not Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. And it's not Thank fucking Caitlyn Jenner. Jenner. I think most importantly, it's not being othered. Yes. Like it is not it it's not and and cuz I have issues with like Paris is burning considering that this is Paris is burning is like the the only example that mm-hmm. anybody has of this type of culture and of course people conflate it to be part of you know gay bigger gay culture but it's very specific is that I think that Paris is burning was kind of exploitative in oh, in, its, in its gaze yes. but this is it's um it's not it's it's not portraying the ballroom scene as being like something to be scared of or suspicious of or like othered again it is this is a community yeah this is how they celebrate this is how they how they make them like bring some sort of peace to their lives considering that they are not like in the equation that in outside of these yeah in societal standards and like in like a hierarchy Mm -hmm. of class this is your bottom rung and these people are surviving and not just Mm -hmm. surviving they're flourishing and living their lives Mm -hmm. and celebrating who they are as queer individuals be whatever end of the spectrum they are on and that's something that we don't get a lot of and it's adding to the conversation Mm -hmm. In a positive light. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's very important. I love that they don't like try and Disneyfy it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My favorite part of the episode, I mean, that whole episode was great, but the moment that had me just absolutely gagged was the first 10 minutes of it 
where they steal those costumes from the Brooklyn Museum. <laughs> they show up, the costumes are in garbage bags, and they put that shit on somehow, walk the ball, win the prize, and, and then turn arrested. around and are happily arrested <laughs> for what they've done. That moment to me is like, because it's it's, it's real. It's real. It's, it's so also, real and part of the culture that you had to steal in order to yes. live, Ma- live Ma- in this Ma- dream Ma- world. Ma- yeah. Yes. But damn, yeah. that museum reference was so ridiculous because I was watching that as somebody who works in a museum. I was like, <laughs> they never would have made it out. Oh, no. Not with all the noise even that they the were 80s. making. Even in the 80s. Even in the 80s. Also, it's very interesting how anachronistic the show is because I'm like, that did not look the like that. The timeline like, is so fucked up. Well, because they're 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 it is yep. in the eighties, but they can't work within it. Yeah, and it's like not even the clothing. Well, no, I mean, with the the one thing, the one thing that pissed me off about this being like an eighties reference, and it's such a it's such a like pivotal point to the story, the House of Evangelista. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure 90s. Linda Evangelista 90s, yeah. was not around until like ninety three. Mm-hmm. Yep. Certainly, nineteen eighty-seven. She was not around in the eighties. I don't even think she was like. Of yes, let's Google this because Hold I don't want to go on the record and be like I'll wrong. Say, while we're doing this, well, is I that even then though? I don't think that like I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. I want to take it a step further and look for a cell phone. I'm sure someone has a cell phone on that set, and they forgot to <laughs> obscure it. I want to find it. Oh, I'm going to find I'm, it. Oh, I'm sure we're going to see it. My only issue was the, and this is just my opinion, the terrible dance montage at the end of the episode uh, for the audition. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I I don't know. I That was very, like, it, it was very sentimental. I get what they were trying. It was fierce for the 80s. Mm-hmm. You looked at the camera so many goddamn times, and, like, Puppy face into like I can do this. I've got this, <laughs> bitch. This is an audition. You either slay or shut the fuck oh, up. Oh, 1987 was when she like popped. Like when <laughs> it was 87. Okay, seven. So the okay. exact year. I was with you though. I take it all back. I was, I was wrong. So Blanca but... was a big fan. Okay, she was Blanca, a big fan. Blanca was on the cutting edge. Yes, she was because I know that she didn't do uh, that George Michael video at least until 1996. She was reading that magazine and then put it down back. Like put it back down and then walked away, but she made sure she read it. Mm, I guess she was a fan of the young Linda Evangelista. Well, speaking of things that are gorgeous, beautiful, they look like a model. <laughs> we're going to take a break and we're going to come back with some of RuPaul's Drag Race season 10, episode 11. <laughs> I think we're on right now. Uh, yeah, we are going to be right back. Oh, well, th- welcome back to the Shade Parade. This just in. This just in. Watch the ticker at the bottom of the screen. Sense8 has been renewed for a season finale. <laughs> no, I thought I already... Nope. They are... this. The episode is streaming. They're just doing, like, a series finale. It's going to be, like, one episode. But um, things that I'm watching tonight, oh. and I'll get back to you guys next week about it, if I mm-hmm. liked it or not, because very excited. <laughs> um, but... We are here with Ari Kiki and the girls of the Grizzly Kiki, Robert and Daniel. Hi. Hey. I'm a girl. <laughs> and uh, 
For this week, we uh, did a crossover episode with Grizzly Kiki. And for their episode, we reviewed the entire episode of episode 11 of RuPaul's Drag Race. So for us, we're just going to do the runway. And uh, if you want to hear our full commentary, because, bitch, these shady bitches had a lot to say. <laughs> us shady? <laughs> yes, us. <laughs> Go check out the Grizzly Kiki and uh, check out that episode. But um, let's jump right into the runway, guys. Mm. So this was the inner saboteur episode the good and evil uh, good and evil basically where the girls had to do one look as their best realized self and another look as their inner saboteur the person that would take them down first up is cameron michaels versus katrina michaels off the bat hate the names (laughs) 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 Uh, even the one she came in with Yes, the one, <laughs> the one that, the one that she showed up with, should have gone home to. Is that her boy name? I was just probably. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think this is just her name flat out. Let's look that up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she is wearing an ethereal Eskimo look as her. Wait, isn't Eskimo a derogatory term? Yes. Should I not say that? She's wearing an ethereal Eskimo look. <laughs> with <laughs> That was her disclaimer because she was going to say it. <laughs> I said it on our recap and I was like, I should know just say something. I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep moving. <laughs> and <laughs> as her in a saboteur, she is a horned, dreaded tribal witch doctor, maybe? I guess. How do we feel about these looks, girls? It I was, don't like that she wore dreads. The end. Like, I don't <laughs> like her. I just don't like her. And okay. I, I keep trying to make myself like her, and I don't like her. <laughs> I think she's pretty. I think these looks were basic. Uh, I think I said in the other podcast how it was very Leg Avenue. Um, <laughs> it's it's very skimpy. It's, this is the last couple of episodes. I mean, it's a season 10, and you're walking around with a sarong and a bikini top, basically. I mean... For your good and evil looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, girl. She just like ripped this off of the ice themed restaurant she worked at. <laughs> Birth like, name is she Dane, just, by she, the way. Dane? Dane. Oh. oh so that's Cameron. That's his name. No. So she oh, picked no, that shit. Another reason she to not like her. Pick this name. <laughs> You're like, okay. Hold up there. She's in the witness protection program. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yay or nay all together? Nah. Nah. Uh, yeah. Or meh. Yay, nay, or meh. Next up is Eureka O'Hara and You Filthier O'Hara. Eureka shows up in her best clueless impersonation. (laughs) She's Cher, who ate Cher. Who ate Cher? Yes. Cher squared. Cher squared. (laughs) That's a dragon name. There we go. Cher squared. With her acid yellow hair and you filthier, who I felt should she should have called herself Urethra O'Hara. Um, oh, these bitches are having having their own shared oh, squares. No side conversations, oh, and it's a square pattern. It's flat, right? Um, I, <laughs> I think it's a cute choice of coloring. 
Uh, I like the contrast of pattern coloring. Uh, I like the evil look better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you killed me with this reference here. I'm going to let you say it because I like it so much. <laughs> the modesty panel? panel? <laughs> the modesty panel. That's her candy. She also is kind of giving Polly Pocket. In the- <gasps> oh, oh, my God. My God. Yeah. Oh. oh, my God. Polly Pocket. Yeah. She also is giving and me a very a young... Um, with a pr- uh, God, with the- Prolapse? No, perfect. <laughs> yes, she's a young... Pro- well, I mean, yeah, she's pink, so young oh. prolapse. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome to the stage, young prolapse. Um, ah. She's in the early stages. Um, no, uh, the mean professor from Harry Potter, the one who's always dressed in pink. Umbridge. Uh, professor Umbridge. I don't know yes. why. It looks oh. nothing like her, but that is what I'm seeing in my, that's, in my that's, mind. Yeah, I don't know why you're seeing that either. I don't either. That's a reference. I just figured I'd throw it out okay. there because I need, I, I need counseling. Oh, right. I mean, I think they look like, I think she looks like Dolls, like twin dolls mm-hmm. that come in a set, <laughs> and I would, I would purchase those. I love that she's worn those black boots like three times now, and I'm <laughs> still living for them. Oh, I hadn't noticed. Like, yeah, because she wore them with her, uh, <laughs> her Hamburglar look. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. You're right. Right? Was she not giving you Hamburglar? <laughs> hats on, hats on, hats on, hamburgers. Um, I, I hamburger want this tour. <laughs> hamburger good tour. <gasps> That's also a drag name. Is it really? No. Oh, oh my Hammy God. for short. <laughs> I, I want you filthy yours dress. Mm-hmm. I want it today. I, I like it. It I, should be a line. I like it. Next up is Ms. Cracker and Ms. Crumbs. Ms. Cracker is wearing a Yuha Hamasaki original in a Marie Antoinette esque style. And as Ms. Crumbs, she's uh, wearing. Something Okora might wear. Wow. How do you feel about this, guys? <laughs> I think she looks like a beautiful poodle come to life. Yes, I can see her in like a Disney movie or right? something. Oh, yeah. There is a movie, though, with a really... Oh, my God. The purple no, poodle. she looks like Lumiere. Um, yes, that's yes. her. Yes. <laughs> we are guests. Lumiere was a faggot. And there he yes, is. Yes, and there she is, there fully she realized. Is. Flaming. <laughs> 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 wow. She was the twink and Cogsworth was the bear. Get into oh, it. Um, I, the crumbs look. She's, you know, wacky. It's not a bad look. It's just. Is it Flintstones? She does look like the. Yeah. She does look like she. Is, you know, is this where the first wives club? You know how in, in Bedrock, she'd be Sarah Jessica Parker. In the sequel, they either go to Vegas or... No, they go to yes. Vegas. That's what it is. They, they, they go to Vegas in the sequel. You're right. right well, you so? would see this woman dancing at the Stardust in there the Vegas version of the, Flin- <laughs> like the Flintstones in Vegas. Oh, in that fancy restaurant that they yeah. go to? She does the rock. She's a showgirl. She's a, mm-hmm. she's a caveman. She started girl. out at, at the Cheetah. <laughs> I don't know. She's a little bony to me. Uh, <laughs> is that with or without padding? <laughs> oh. Osteoporosis. <laughs> next up we have Shut up. <laughs> next up we have Aquaria and Sabatina. Aquaria is wearing this perfect lavender hat and leot- one one sleeved leotard situation. And as Sabatina, she is wearing a uh, ocelot and jaguar print. Couture fantasy. I want to name these two looks. 
So Aquaria is My Fair Lady Gaga. And yes. Sabatina is Asalata Print. Asalata Print? I love both of these looks. Oh, that's a great girl. God damn it. I... She's, she's getting ready for her stand up career. That's a lot of print. Uh, and I've rolled right off the tongue. It's your dick. There she is. There she is. Uh, I feel like the, the Aquaria good girl look looks like something Reefy Rosie would wear. Cute. I could totally see him working Narc Bar in something mm-hmm. like that. Um, he wore a similar hat to um, Dragon. And look, he looked gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Sabatina, I mean, I like both looks, no lie. Uh, yeah. and there's definitely a lot of effort and detail put into both of them. Yeah, say what you will about Aquaria, and I will. She does give me everything that I need. She she feeds my fashion bone, mm-hmm. and I I can always appreciate her for that. Your fashion boner. <laughs> yeah, very like high fashion Tweety and Sylvester. Like, Ooh. oh, okay. yeah, she Tom and off, Jerry. Sabatina ripped off her feathers. Yeah, oh, you're good. I'm into that. I forgot about the feathers. I love that. It, I had to watch it like three times, and I was like, What is, what is that? that? I thought it was hair. I'm like, She's not wearing hair. So there you go. It's a feather. It's a feather. She plucked her, plucked her balls. She ate her. And last and probably least, we have Asia O'Hara and North Korea. Asia is wearing a orange and white Vegas style bodysuit full of sparkles and stones and glitz and glamour with some umbrellas. I'm sorry, balloons. (laughs) (laughs) What a confusion. (laughs) I don't know. And then we have the bald version of North Korea. These looks were striking and very... The contrast is uh, incredible. Mm-hmm. I thought this was great. I thought she was definitely in the running to win Best Look. I agree. Baz Luhrmann's It the Musical. Ah! <laughs> Bitch, she's on fire tonight. Somebody pat her it pussy. The Check it. Get the- I mean, she was. I honestly, for some reason, thought that's where she was going with the balloons. It? Because it was so like carnivalesque, I was like hmm. expecting her to come out as evil like clown, a, like an evil clown version of this. I mean, you I mean kind of look at it that I way. I liked this. I just thought that I that we would be getting a very like decrepit, torn, like tarnished version, version of this. Because I'm thinking of like evil mirror image, mm-hmm. you know. And I none of the girls actually Cameron. Yeah, but even then, like it was, it was a little cracker. Yeah. Well, flat cracker. What? Yeah. Crumbs, sorry. Crumbs, yeah. But this, <laughs> I liked it. I just, um, there were like length issues and too many, too many rhinestones. I do think that the that feather boa on her ass Damn. is oddly placed. It's just a weird shape, and I, I'm not sure if it's coming out of the hip or like if it's supposed to be a bustle or it's. See, I thought it was supposed to be like weird. a foxtail, but like, it's so not. It's like a foxy. It's like ostrich feathers. Yeah, it's but like it's not. Weird, uh... It's not on the center back of the garment. Mm. It's like off to the side and it's a strange shape. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Um, I mean, she looks great. I just, I don't know. I'm so tired of stone tights. Goddamn Valentina. Did you stone those tights? Just like they don't, they don't go with everything. Like it's just, it's like those queens that try to wear those gloves to everything. It's like I get, you have one pair. But like, just put on nails. Like honestly. Yeah, just put on nails. Nobody's nails look like Funyuns. 
like just flipping as yeah, you're like talking. That's so distracting. It's a whole hand full of flat tires. That's what yeah. that is. <laughs> um, I I guess I'm I'm now seeing that my problem is that the hair is the exact match for the rest of the outfit, mm. and I find that confusing because it sort of looks looks like a like a Muppet felt situation. If you kind of can't distinguish the fact that those are actually hair follicles. Leave it's James a- Manfield alone. <laughs> oh. Don't talk about me that way. Oh. It's a little that too. <laughs> um, yeah. um, it's just mis- missing a biscuit basket. You can't take the out of the girl. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is like, I love the hairstyle. It's the fact that they're the same color. It makes it look like it's one thing. It's like one like piece of mm-hmm. whatever that she just like puts on like a hoodie. And oh. They're like footy pajamas, the whole thing. Okay, you know what? I didn't even realize that that was a bow in her hair. Yeah. Yeah. Hair. yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's made, and it's made of hair. But How haven't much we seen hair bows already? But yeah. how much cooler no. would that See, have I, been? I saw it as, as fox ears. Because for me, she's foxy love from John Together. Like, that's the reference right. I'm seeing. Very Josie uh, and the Pussycats kind of like. Yeah. Okay. So I saw it not as a bow. I mean, it is clearly a bow, but I feel like the silhouette she was giving me was a little f- like a fox. Mm. Well, there you go. There you have your runway. But I like the little tie-in with the balloons. Also, this country thing needs to stop. The Asia and like, North Korea. That, like, I'm like, girl. And who was who was her other friend? America? Oh, Herrera. From, I don't know. Yeah. It's a terrible name. It's fucking awful. Terrible. Well, guys, I think we did a show. I think we did. Yay! Yay. Uh, our first crossover. Our first cross dresser. Um, <laughs> the cross dresser crossover episode. That's what we're calling this, by the Yay. way. It's the name of this fucking episode. <laughs> um, ah, I love it. Like Guys, uh, before we go, can you tell everyone where we can find you? Well, we're Grizzly Kiki on all, all social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, you can also head over to grizzlykiki.com where you can uh, see all of our video content, uh, episodes, and learn more about us. And you can find us on iTunes. Yeah. Ari Kiki, where are you this week? Uh, this week, month, whenever you listen to the episode, I am going to be... Phoenix Bar every first and third Saturday uh, with a lot of McGriddles. Every second Saturday at Stonewall. Brunch at Buddha Beer Bar every Saturday in June uh, from 12 to 3. Uh, you can get my merchandise at our uh, dragqueenmerch.com. I'm doing a special this month. You get 20% off if you use the code ARIKIKI8 because I'm celebrating eight years of ARIKIKI. Mm. Uh, she's been in it for too long. Uh, she's still a baby. <laughs> in so many ways. <laughs> Um, it's the baby weight. It's the baby uh, weight. <laughs> uh, Ari Kiki underscore hot mess Instagram. Uh, and you know the usual shit and giggles. Well, I fuck it. Just f- just find my shit online, you guys. <laughs> I if you haven't done so already. If you yeah. If you if you don't know, then fuck it. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I can always talk about myself because I'm famous, you know. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. You get the big girl glasses. <laughs> oh my god. And she skips lines. We've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for us. I don't know how to end this episode, so I'm just gonna get up from the table and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> So she tucks in the seat, turns off the mic. Lights off. Stop production.
You'd be good with the kids. Go to sleep now. <laughs> you're just yeah. like, you're just like, hey, look, this is your room. And you like run away. <laughs> no. Like, shh, it's nighttime. Go to sleep.